Welcome to the We Raise the Stars and Stripes Over Japan podcast. This is Mark Stephen Schwartz. It is both an honor and a privilege for me to read the diaries of American and Allied civilian prisoners of war interned in and around Kobe, Japan during the Great Pacific War, World War II. This is episode number 13, and we start off on January 15, 1942. Charles F. Gregg. Coldness continues. They have now cut off gas, so no hot water for washing, laundry, or shaving. Supposed to have heater repaired and then establish bathing and washing schedule. My cold is still hanging on, but it is no worse, and by burning my feet just before bed, I'm sleeping warm for the first time. Church service by Brunton. Singapore is supposed to have unconditionally surrendered at 10 p.m. today. Harold Brinkerhoff. Mass this morning, but I didn't go as the chapel was too cold. Our food is furnished by the Mikado restaurant, which is several blocks away. Our food is usually cold except the soup, tea, and coffee. It has been snowing lightly all morning. We have two fireplaces and one stove. We have been cut to one fire, but they are all going now, and still we are about to freeze. I played chess all morning. The more one plays, the more one becomes fascinated with a game. Five months today, I landed in Guam. We had oysters for dinner, though just enough to make one hungry. Bryant Sterling started to make pair of undershorts out of a piece of bed sheet using black thread and how those uneven stitches show up. Started reading Uma's Three Musketeers. February 16th, 1942. Harold Brinkerhoff. It's a little warmer. I hope the cold snap is going to break. Nothing of importance today. Charles F. Gregg. Cold weather continues uninterrupted. Allowed three fires in the living room up to Wednesday. Going out to exercise only for an hour or so every afternoon. Papers full of fall of Singapore, which now renamed Shonan from era of Showa, and non-meaning Great Southern Movement or Great Southern Movement in Showa era. Appears a dark hour for Great Britain and the United States. Told to have each man write his reactions to the fall of Singapore. Refused. Also great space given to escape from Brest and sailing through Dover Straits, 213, of German battleship Scharnhorst and Nisnon. Food is being diminished in quantity. We're now getting a piece of fish and cabbage or spinach cold with cup of hot or sats coffee, ball of butter substitute, and two slices of bread for breakfast, fish and a small helping of cold spaghetti with wheat tea for lunch, plus two slices of bread and dinner, fish, 
small ground meat or squid or whale or salad and spaghetti with bread, two pieces, and a butter ball and cup of fish soup. We're toasting the bread to give some warmth to the food since everything except the soup and drinks are icy cold. Some of the men make toasted fish or meat spaghetti sandwiches in order to make the food last longer. Brian Sterling went to the park today and played softball. First exercise in a week have been too cold before. Halsey and Ken Myers have started Spanish class. That have taught, they have taught school before. Bill Falvey is taking Spanish. The Meyer boys plan on starting a combination dude ranch and tourist cabin near Mexico City. Plan on a adobe building. I finished shorts today. Turned out very good for me. Scuttlebutt going around that we're going to get out in two weeks. Our Chinese houseboy said he read this in a Japanese newspaper. Don't take much stock in it, though. Tonight was the first night I felt full after dinner. Yesterday had very soft boiled egg. Breakfast, put this on toast and it made good poached egg on toast. Believe me, if I ever do get home, no one will ever have trouble feeding me. February 17th, 1942. Harold Brinkerhoff. Brunton and I have been going to bed at 7 o'clock and talking. We've been talking about going into the shark fishing business. There's a shark processing plant in Honolulu and in San Francisco. We talked about amateur telescope making. I think I shall do something like that to interest my boys when I get back. All details can be found in the July Scientific American. I, it would be interesting to study the stars. It isn't so cold this morning. The papers say Singapore has surrendered. We wonder what will happen next. We were asked to write a reaction to the fall of Singapore. There was not a single response. Bryant Sterling. Japs claim, Japanese claim they have captured Singapore. Balloon floating in air outside a window with signs in Japanese stating this fact. They plan on a big victory celebration tomorrow. This may mean a little extra grub for us because they fed us a little better on their last celebration, the Emperor's birthday. Had to clean up extra good today as the police in charge of us expect some big shots from Tokyo tomorrow. Wanted us to write our impressions of the fall of Singapore, but nobody did. February 18th. 1942, Harold Brinkerhoff. The days are slipping by. There was a small item saying an American task force arrived in Java. We had a blackout last night for the first time. This news item appeared in the paper. Men swimming in the water from a sunken transport had to have their guns taken from them by their officers to keep them from drowning. Osaka News. Such valor. Bryant Sterling. Managed to buy some bananas and tangerines on the side today. Rather precarious business. Paid ten each for them. Could only get five bananas and six tangerines. 
had to split with Art as he was with me. A half banana at a time is used to spread on toast. Too precious to eat straight up. Tangerines also are sliced and spread over bananas on toast. Not bad as the fruit here seems to be especially sweet. February 19th, 1942. Charles F. Gregg. Inspector from Tokyo called today and is supposed to have remarked on smallness of noon meal and coldness of room. We were allowed only one fire again today and supposedly from now on. Still no hot water and soap is mighty scarce. You can't even buy it. Strange, they were most anxious to get all the money exchanged, but now we are not allowed to buy food with the yen, and it is difficult to get thread, needles, razor blades so far. We have not been allowed or successful in buying soap. They have brought in several clothing merchants who have sold some of the men's shirts at seven fifty to nine dollar nine yen each. Price in dollars at one per yen per dollar is too great for most of us. Cigarettes are main item purchased, and it's difficult to get the brands the man the men desire. Blackout blinds have been installed on all windows, and every house now has its own box of small paper sandbags, barrels of water, etc., for fire protection. There are many signs of ex either extreme foresight or great concern over possible incendiary bombings. The city appears almost dead with little activity of any kind. A few autos, streetcars, more horse-drawn wagons, and large hand-drawn two-wheel pull carts. Today was the day of celebration of the fall of Singapore, and there were several parades by citizens afoot. Lots of flags. In fact, on every building, high place, and streetcar, the rising sun was displayed. When at the park, Japanese citizens that speak English like to come up and speak, mainly exporters, etc., who now say there's no business or commerce now. They all conclude by saying, be careful of your health. Japanese children will wave from a distance, and the older Japanese, while not able to speak in English, will nod and smile. One can't help but be impressed by the friendly spirit of the man in the street and his apparent sincere desire to see the war terminated and business resumed. We now have the Spanish class going on. Japan is more difficult since we can find no leader and the structure of the language is not orthodox or Aryan in arrangement. Administrative detail of the group presented problems of paying for soda water swiped by some unknown members of the group getting some wool socks and distributing them, getting the sick and injured cared for, dressings, etc. Personal time spent in reading, Wells' outline of history, playing chess, etc. The one big wish and prayer on everyone's lip is exchange the nationals, get us home. That wish is causing a feeling of restlessness and irritability to creep over almost everyone in turn. Harold Brinkerhoff. An inspector was here today from Tokyo. He said our food was too little. We hope it'll be increased. If we don't exercise, we can get by on what we get. 
The American people overeat. I can see that now. When our stomachs shrink, perhaps we won't get so hungry. I'm sure all of us would be better off if we ate less at home. I have thought of the possible creation of a margarine industry if I go back to Guam. Bryant Sterling Started to learn Japanese this morning as I expected to us it was as I expected to oh started to use Japanese this morning as I expected to use it this afternoon. Borrowed a grammar and managed to pick up enough words in a few hours to help a great deal. In the afternoon negotiated for food but didn't get what I wanted. Two pieces of pound cake, very sweet and good. Two sweet potato cakes, delicious. These were made up with two little pancakes about three inch diameter with very sweet, sweet potato mashed up and spread inside. Try this at home. Also became proud possessor of three dried squid packaged in cellophane. Takes a brave man to eat them. One end tastes like rubber, while the other end is like fishy sawdust. I want you to remember 20th, 1942. Harold Brinkerhoff. Four weeks since we came to the Siemens mission. I'm studying Spanish. There are three classes of eight men each. We have only one book. The buildings around here are made mostly of warehouses of foreign concerns. They are all made of brick. They lay one course endwise and the next lengthwise all the way up. The foreign diplomatic offices are all closed. Just around the corner is the Spanish consulate. It snowed the hardest yet, but not, did not stay on the ground. It was my day to take care of the table. Old man Vaughn, old Mr. Vaughn, was taken to the hospital. Charles F. Gregg. Mr. Vaughn fainted today and was taken to the hospital. Durham and McNulty went with him and reported that he was placed in a private room of a large hospital and had a practical nurse assigned to take care of him. Red Thomas was also taken to the hospital for treatment of St. Vincent disease, trench mouth. Fellow with crabs is now cured. Had hot water today for bathing and washing. Snowstorm in the afternoon. I broke down and bought razor blades, notebook, etc. At the rate of exchange we were given, razor blades cost 75 cents for five, a cheap notebook 49. Have also contributed 50 cents for Japanese book and 50 cents for other causes, baseball, etc. Have also given Slim Houston 4 yen and Conklin 10 yen, so I'm down pretty low on cash. I think what I wanted to point out right here is that guys were starting to get sick. They were using whatever resources they had to either buy food because they weren't getting enough or to buy essentials. There wasn't like, you know, somebody making big profits yet. Buddy Durham, and I want to point out that Bud Durham was the um, camp medic corpsman. He had been a Navy corpsman. I had mentioned that in one of the earlier shows.
and uh, his father-in-law was a gentleman named Old Man Vaughn. Now, Old Man Vaughn was a old retired American guy out there in Guam, and uh, he had daughters with a Chamorro girl, and they all grew up, and Buddy Durham was grown up, and he married, met, and married this Chamorro girl. So um, he kind of took care of his father-in-law throughout the war. Uh, while well, his family was stuck on Guam under the Japanese. So you can imagine what their worries were. And now Mr. Vaughn is getting sick. Okay, let me read this again. Buddy Durham, this is on uh, January, no, February 20th, 1942. February 20th, 1942, Buddy Durham. Arriving thus out of the tropics, clad only in their tropical clothing, an overcoat furnished by the Japanese army, these men began their internment. The cold winter weather and the crowded living conditions, the changeover from American food to Japanese prisoners' fare, and the shock of being suddenly and without warning removed from civilian life on an American insular possession and being subsequently interned deep within the enemy's territory, had its effect, and many various elements began to develop among the men. At first it was possible, after the proper persuasion, etc., to have the guards take the men out to a general free hospital for treatment and prescription. At this time no doctor was assigned to the camp, hence all cases had to be treated in the house or taken to the hospital. Working together with the camp leaders, we were able to secure medicines and supplies by purchase and supplication for the use of the camp members. We also organized and scheduled doctors and hospital trips for the men needing treatment. In, in addition, each morning at 9 o'clock, a sick call was held, at which time I treated all those applying for attention. Our head guard there was called Skull. Matsuda, and boy was he terrible. I had to fight all the time to get these guys any medical treatment at all because we had to go outside the international hospital to get any treatment. The best guard was Sakamoto-san, and boy he did everything he could on the QT for us in any way, shape, or form. At one time there we had to run a ptomaine poisoning, and then the two guards at that time had it themselves and I bought them out, brought them out of it pretty fast, and they were very grateful. One time, Sakamoto-san had the duty, and one of the guys was pretty sick, so he went ahead and called a cab for us and took him to the International Hospital. Brian Sterling, snowed hard today. Stayed inside and studied Japanese. Nothing unusual to mention. February 21st, 1942. This is from Charles F. Gregg. Still very cold and snows some almost every day. There's a good two inches of ice on the fire use only tubs at the side of each building. Vaughn is getting on nicely at the hospital and there are two other Americans from the Butterfield house there also. They believe we will be exchanged within a month. We all hope so. Stan McNulty has been going to the hospital with Thomas. He tried to secure permission to work as a dentist, 
but so far is not successful. They have bought oranges at four and a half yen for 24. Tea at 0 0.90 yen per half pound, etc. Canned goods at 1.20 yen for a two pound can of pears, etc. We've been told that the Japanese are allowed to buy fish only once per week and meat only once a month. Also allowed one egg a month. Candy, sugar, salt, clothing, shoes are also rationed and hard to get. Harold Brinkerhoff, I'm worried about my family. I had an uneasy feeling all day as if something had happened to one of them. I hope Alzada has had a moratorium on our home or has sold it. It is exasperating to sit here doing no good for yourself, family, or country when the need is so great. Up to now, I have not regretted going to Guam. If only I knew my family was getting along okay, I wouldn't worry so much. Bryant Sterling, still too cold to go out. One of our men staying in the hospital was told we'd be on our way home in a month. This is, of course, only scuttlebutt. Doesn't pay to put too much hope in information of that type. Have very good meals. Rice curry for lunch with fish and onions and bread. They have a delicious method of fixing onions. Seems to be boiled in a sauce. Had a bath, but they turned the water off before I could rinse myself. February 22nd, 1942. Charles F. Gregg. We gathered that there was a great number of Japanese troops along the Russian border. Port Darwin, Australia was bombed and its utility as a base destroyed, according to yesterday's and today's paper. Also, two American destroyers sunk and two carriers driven off near Java. Lots of planes being destroyed in Java and Sumatra is almost taken. It looks as if the Japanese will soon have all the nor uh, North English islands, no, NEI. That's the Dutch East Indies. Yeah, the Netherlands East Indies. Dr. McNulty led Vesper service. Harold Brinkerhoff, Washington's birthday. We are in hopes it will be like the song written during World War I, like Washington across the Delaware, Arnold across the Pacific. We would feel much better if we knew what was being done. Of course, we know our countrymen are not just sitting idly by, but we would like some physical evidence. We will probably not like the physical evidence when it comes. It could cost us our lives. It was noticed by a fellow who went to the hospital that there were many air raid shelters in evidence. The fathers just announced that this is the first Sunday of Lent. It's warmer today. Today is bath day. We have warm water two days a week. 1 to 8 p.m. We're hard-pressed to get all of us into the baths at that time. Bryant Sterling, February 22nd, uneventful. February 22nd, 
1942, Charles F. Gregg. Last day of hot water for a week. We had it Friday through today in afternoon, so all men had a chance to bathe and launder their clothes. The inspector from Tokyo visited both the Butterfield and Swire's uh, house and the Siemens Institute. He remarked on the scanty lunch served and the lack of heat in the Institute. Butterfield now has all rooms heated by central heating. McNulty was taken to visit two dentists and one was most generous and a perfect gentleman, according to Stan, and gave him instruments, glue, temporary filling material, etc., sufficient to permit Stan to do emergency or temporary fillings in teeth, etc. R. Thomas of contractors still getting treatment and is permitted to buy oranges, food, etc., while with guard coming and going from the hospital. He does this for other men at a profit of 20 to 100%. True capitalist and American heel. Some of the group, one or two, are thieving from the men also. If the men catch them, Harold Brinkerhoff. We had a rain during the day. I had to hang my laundry in my room. We use our bath water to wash our clothes. We had a fairly good meal. We had our pictures taken while eating. It was for JAP headquarters in Tokyo. Dr. McNulty was out yesterday and was loaned some dental tools by the vice president of the Kobe Dental Association. Max says he was the most courteous gentleman he's ever met. Doc makes fillings out of silver coins. It is nice and warm this evening. Roy Hanning. I had a cavity filled in Japan. It held up pretty well. I've had a lot of dental work done since then, a mouthful of gold from my tour up there. I had a filling made in Japan, and when I came back, it was taken out when I had a gold crown put in. I asked the dentist here what type of metal was used. It was a light metal. He said it was a stainless steel. find that hard to believe that they would cast stainless steel. It was a white metal, quite hard and shiny, not silver. Charles Gregg. Quite a few of our men, even at the Siemens mission, had tooth problems. They'd be taken to the dentist via Izumita, one of the most helpful guards. Bryant Sterling. Learned today that the food shortage in Japan is very acute. For all of the absolutely essential food commodities, one has to have a kipu or ticket. This pertains to bread, eggs, meat, fish, candy to children only, and cookies. Sometimes lines are formed longer than a city block for these things. Today managed to buy some oranges, unable to obtain bananas or onions. Also got suey sauce, which seems better than the Chinese variety. Today was a full day. February 24th, 1942. Harold Brinkerhoff. It is raining now. Dr. McNulty was talking to the Dutch consul secretary. She said the American consulate in Tokyo had a lot of clothes. I hope we'll be able to get some. I need shoes badly. I've been wearing tennis shoes. The odor of my feet isn't very pleasant. There's talk of an exchange, but the diplomats do not expect to leave before sometime in April. 
The place of exchange has been set somewhere in Portuguese East Africa. Jap prisoners from the East Coast will be transferred there. We don't know whether we will go with the diplomats, but I don't believe we will. There is some concern in camp as many cisterns are being built as fire precautions. We're having a blackout every evening. Charles F. Gregg. Piece in the paper, a small item says factories being dismantled for metal to build ships. In this regard, all metal lamp posts, fences, manhole covers, etc., have been replaced by wood. Large water reservoirs for firefighting are being constructed underground. The city has no fire hydrant system. They merely have mobile pumps to suck water from tanks. Roy Henning started learning to read music and piano. Bryant Sterling nothing much, stayed inside all day as it was wet out. Meals getting rather skimpy. For supper we had fish with sauce. Remarked to myself this must be a cheese sauce due to the strong smell and flavor. Later learned the fish was spoiled. None got sick. And this concludes episode 13 of the We Raise the Stars and Stripes Over Japan podcast. Thank you for listening.